0: Small business owners, welcome to the Freedom Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Waschak. want to welcome you to the uh, podcast and, and uh, talk a little bit about what are we going to be covering today. So, we're going to be doing, um, uh, first of all, talking about what the expectations are for this podcast. I'm going to be also going to be doing a little bit of an introduction for myself and then diving into our main topic, which is freedom. That's going to be our main topic today. So, what can you expect from the podcast? We're going to be taking probably only about 15 to 20 minutes, probably closer to the 15 minutes per episode. So really trying to cover information pretty quickly for you, not take a lot of your time. I'm going to be bringing on some regular guests uh, probably every uh, maybe third episode or so. I'm going to try and bring on a guest to talk about some of the subjects that we look at when we're talking about freedom focused and then uh, we're going to be doing a new episode probably every, uh, every other week. Now, eventually we'll get to every week, but for right now, uh, we're going to be at every other week. So it's not going to be hard to follow along with uh, the episodes. Now, I also do a email on a regular basis. Uh, Many of you actually came to the show today because you are uh, on my email list. Um, But the email as well as the podcast are going to complement each other. Um, There might be some overlap, but they're really going to complement each other. So if you're not a member of my email list or you're not signed up already, I strongly encourage you to please join. If you go to my website, darrenwashcheck.com, Slash contact, or go to the contact at the top menu bar. Um, you can fill out the uh, the join my mailing list uh, link there, and that would be a great way to have you join me and make sure that you get all of the information that we're trying to share in the freedom focus concept. So let me do a little bit of an introduction for myself. Um, for those of you who not are part of my email list yet, um, I started my own small business back in 1999, Dr. Washcheck LLC. We worked with the uh, home builders in Arizona on the EPA's Energy Star for Homes program. So we're helping them to build energy-efficient homes. Now, prior to the recession, we were up to 27 27 employees on my team. We were certifying just a little over 10,000 homes a year for the EPA's Energy Star for Homes program. Most of my time was focused on growing the business and making the business better. I wasn't spending a lot of time in the day-to-day of the business um, other than just managing Uh, my leadership team. We have lots of personal freedom for myself. So I was in a really pretty good position. So you fast forward from where I started in 1999 to the Great Recession, which impacted a whole lot of us. So I certainly don't stand alone on this. But let me give you an idea of how it impacted my business, being tied very closely to the home building industry. So several years before the the recession hit, uh, the Phoenix market was doing uh, 5,000 homes, new home starts a month. So in fact, there was one year that we had more home starts than uh, the, the uh, than Atlanta, uh, which typically for many years running had the no- most. So we were up to close to 65,000 homes a year, uh, which took the lead for just that one year over Atlanta. So we we're doing 5,000 homes per month. Just to give an idea of the devastation of the recession on the home building industry, basically home building all but stopped in 2009 or at the beginning of 2009. In February of 09, there were only 279 new home permits pulled in the Phoenix metro area. So that, just to give you an idea, there was basically no work for anybody to be doing. I'm not even sure where those 279 came from. Uh, we might have had uh, a handful of those as we worked with the home builders. So by the time we got to that pre-early uh, January session, uh, the staff that I had at DR Wash Check had impaired back all the way from 27 to 5. We had slimmed down quite a bit. And what did that mean when we had shrunk that much? It basically meant all hands on deck. Um, So I was back in the business uh, working on the day-to-day operations. I didn't go out and do testing and inspections. We still had people to do that. But there was a whole lot of work that I was very much involved in. Uh, We were basically just trying to survive like all of the small businesses at that time. So needless to say, I had much, much less freedom as a small business owner, both personally and professionally. So let's take a minute and talk about personal freedom. And usually when I'm talking about personal freedom, I like to ask a single question to kick off that um, understanding. The first question is, if you could be anywhere right now doing whatever it is that you wanted to be doing, where would you be and what would you be doing? So that's my first question I'd like to ask small business owners or anybody for that matter. Where would you be, what would you be doing and where would you be? So some of us, some of the answers I get, I'd love to be on the beach, okay, sand between my toes, the ocean breeze coming in, the salty air, there's just something about that that a whole lot of people tend to say that's where they would be. And I usually ask them, What beach would you be on? And they'll give me their favorite beach or at least the one they like to get to as often as possible. Some people give me an answer and say, hey, I'd love to be uh, up in the mountains, either hiking or camping, maybe hunting or fishing, um, but I'm gonna be out in nature uh, with, the, with the pine trees, perhaps, and the, and the cool mountain mountain air. And if you're, if you're in some place that's hot, that's a really wonderful place to be in the summertime. So some people tell me that's what they love to do. There's a whole lot of people that love to travel. I'm one of them, actually. And so one of the things that people will tell me is uh, they're going to be traveling somewhere in the world. I love to ask them, where would you be? And they will tell me I'm going to be in, in Europe or I'm going to be maybe in, in Asia. Maybe I'll be in Hawaii, Maybe I'll be somewhere in the country, some of the place in the in the in the United States that I love to be. Uh, but I'm going to be traveling. That's where I what I'm when I'm free. That's what I love to do. And you know what? I get a fair number of people that basically just tell me that they would be with their family. Uh, they would be with family, maybe friends, somewhere close by, and it's really not some exotic destination. So it's a great question. If you could be anywhere right now, doing whatever you wanted to be be doing where would you that be and what would you be doing? So that's a question I'd love to ask. Now, the second question gets at how free you are. Now, I'm not gonna share that today in the podcast because what I really would love for you to do, if you could, is go to my website and go to uh, the Freedom a link at the very top. And when you go in there, there's going to be a link to the Personal Freedom Assessment. Now, I've had a lot of business owners take this over time. So if you go in and you take this survey, Uh, Then I'll have your information added to uh, the information that I have from, or the results I have from all the other small business owners. But if you take it, I'm going to give you a free gift. Uh, When you're done taking the survey, and it's only three questions, when you're done taking the survey, uh, you're going to get an email with the results of all the other small business owners who have taken this. They've said to me, what would they love to be doing? And then also giving that, giving a sense of how free they are. So that's that second question that you'll get if you go into the survey. So that's that's how that's personal freedom. There's a lot more we can say about personal freedom, uh, but only you can define what that is, which is why I ask that open-ended question is, where would you be and what would you be doing? Let's uh, shift gears and let's move over to professional freedom. So in the professional freedom realm, uh, one of the things that I've created in order to understand this better and when I've studied it, I've come up with the four levels of freedom for small business owners. Okay, And there's four levels and I want to walk you through each one of them and and wonder uh, if one of them in particular resonates with you. Uh, maybe a couple of these, or maybe you're not sure, but let's talk about them and then you can decide where you are. So the first level, the bottom level of freedom, the least level of freedom is what I call struggle. So it's an apt name. This is where uh, most brand new business owners start, okay? They're gonna start at that bottom level of freedom and struggle, but you know what? It's all not negative in the struggle uh, level, even though it sounds a little bit negative because of the name, because you know what? When you're a brand new business owner, it's actually a lot of fun. Uh, you're out on your own, you're your master, your own destiny, you're one of those neat things they called an entrepreneur, you've joined that class of citizens out there, uh, and it's pretty exciting, you really uh, don't have any any employees, maybe you have one, but uh, you usually uh, have maybe just yourself and maybe one other, because you're doing most of the work, you're doing the, the skilled uh, work of service or creating a product all on your own, and that's when you get started, typically that's the way it is. And you know what, Uh, doing all of that technical work that you did, by the way, when you worked for somebody, you're doing that now for yourself, but you're also having to run the business. That means doing billing, banking, uh, collections, Uh, sales, marketing, in addition to doing the technical work of the business. So you're doing more than what you did before when all you had to worry about was just doing whatever technical work that you were really good at and recognized for. As a small business owner at at the struggle level, you really are working a lot of hours, maybe 12 hours a day, okay? And then you start to realize fairly soon that, you know what? I really don't own a business. I own a job. I own a job instead of a business. Customers are basically anybody and everybody. So you're not really picky about them. It's all about growth, 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 because guess what? When you start with not a whole lot, everything is upwards, right? So it's pretty good. Cash flow, on the other hand, is a roller coaster, right? You're fee- like feast or famine a whole lot of the time. So um, again, not too long into that, you realize that you are basically not a business owner, you own a job, and then you start to realize not longer after that, that you know what, I'm not so sure that this is what I had in mind, and I'm not very happy, and you also are not very free, not very free at all. The next level up is going to be the competent level. At the competent level of freedom, uh, basically when you're this level of freedom, uh, you've learned some stuff over time. You've gotten better at what you do uh, through trial and error in particular. Um, you've hired the best employees that you can find. Uh, the only challenge now with, with multiple employees or many employees is you've got mouths to feed. And so now there's going to be that pressure and that stress of making sure that those people have a paycheck. So every two weeks, a little bit stressful to make sure they're taken care of. Um, And you're still doing the technical work of the building, though, of the company. Uh, You're still doing the product or the service, whatever that is. Maybe not as many hours. Maybe you're down to 10 hours instead of 12 because you've been able to delegate some of those responsibilities of both running the company as well as doing some of the technical work. You got somebody else to help you out with maybe the west side of town while you do the east side of town instead of you doing. Both East and West. Um, but you definitely still own a job here. You're not a business owner in, in what we would like to call the business owner sense. Um, but you figured out how to manage your workflow. So that's not too bad. And you figured out how to manage your cash flow, but it's still stressful during what most businesses have as the off season. So when, when cash flow is a little bit less for during your quote unquote off season, it's gonna be a little bit more difficult at that point. Um, You're able to be a little more selective of your customers, okay? But growth has slowed. Why? Because when you first got started, there's a lot of low-lying fruit. Maybe you knew some people that would buy your product right away, or you knew some people that maybe you brought over from the business that you left that you're providing the service to. And so you've been able to do that, but the low-lying fruit's gone now. And so you're out in the world competing with everybody else that does what you do. So you are more content at this uh, this competent level of freedom, but you know competent uh, excuse me, content doesn't necessarily equal happiness. You have more control over your business. It's not like you know flying by the seat of your pants so much, but control doesn't necessarily equal freedom. So that's the competent level. The next level up is really when you've crossed what I call a tipping point. So when you move from competent up to the next level of freedom, which I call experienced, Now you're actually to a place where you are no longer owning a job, but you really are a business owner. You're you're probably, you're feeling much more like you own a business instead of the business owns you, if you will. And so when you get to the experience level, you have a professional staff, okay? The owner, you are doing little of the technical work. So you're not in making product or delivering service anymore, not when you get to the experience level. You're focused primarily on the day-to-day operations of the company, growing the company, administration. You're in focused on that level. How do we make the business better so a lot more your time is spent on the business than working inside of the business which is a true hallmark of somebody that is a business owner instead of owning a job. So you are still working a lot. Maybe you're six days a week instead of seven where you were in the lower levels. But you know what? You can't really take a whole lot of time off for vacation. But, you know, you do have time for a vacation. Maybe one week is what you get. And why? Because the business still needs you. You can't be gone very much. Even at this experience level, you're heavily involved in the business and the business depends on you at this level, the client base is a little bit more stable. Uh, business is predictable. Cash flow is good. You probably even have a little bit of a healthy reserve set aside for an emergency for your business. So I would say at this level, you're definitely happier, okay? You're definitely happier at this level, but owning the business, usually in this level, owning the business is quite not quite as fulfilling for you, not quite as fulfilling. And you know what? You've got more freedom but you still are feeling a bit of the stressfulness of being a small business owner. And with the taste of freedom with your professional team and your professional staff, you know what? You've got a taste of that and you hunger for more, but at the experience level, you're not quite sure how to get to that next level. What's that highest level of freedom? So again, you kind of hit a ceiling when you're at the experience level, but that's what that level of freedom looks like. And then the very pinnacle of my hierarchy is what I call Freedom to exit, the freedom to exit level of freedom. When you get to this level, Basically, you have fewer phone calls, you're answering fewer emails, you might even have somebody that answers your emails for you, certainly somebody, uh, when the phone call, when the phone rings, it's definitely not going to be your phone anymore, it's going to be somebody else, and somebody else will be managing a lot of that work that goes on, if not all of it, actually, you choose how to spend your time, you're doing the work that you love most in your business, when you're operating at the freedom to exit level. Uh, you have a leadership team, a formal leadership team that you rely on. They help you to run the business. They care about the business uh, and they're about growing the business. So no no longer are you alone in being the one person that really cares about the success of this business. A leadership team, now you spread that around. Um, all of your time when you get to this level is working on the business. You are definitely not in the technical area of the business. You're focused on on the business and how it operates, how to grow it, how to make it better. Um, You and the rest of your team are operating in what we, what I have come to understand as your unique ability. This is a, a term that I learned from Dan Sullivan at Strategic Coach, so I'll make sure I give him credit for that. Your unique ability. And your unique ability is something that you've been actually doing all of your life. If you think back at this one thing that you are particularly good at, this unique ability, Um, You're recognized by other people at being really good at this activity. And you know what? When you do this thing that is called your unique ability, it actually gives you energy. You can do it all day long for 12 hours. And at the end of 12 hours, you feel energized because you're doing what you love doing most, just what you're made to do. And so that's your unique ability. One thing that when happens when you get to your freedom to exit is basically you can take as much time off as you want. You know, if you want to take three, six months off, it's not a problem because you've got a professional team that's operating that business for you. Okay. Operating that business for you, growing it for you. And sometimes even when you come back from taking off a a length of time, you'll realize that uh, proudly that that business is operating a little bit better. And it's even grown uh, because guess what? This business This business, when you get to this level, you really are no longer necessary. You're no longer needed when you get to this level, okay? And in fact, you have the freedom to exit. Now, you don't have to exit, but if you wanted to sell the business or you wanted to uh, leave the business somehow, you could choose how to do that because the business is more valuable because it's not dependent on you. Somebody were to come to you and say, hey, I want to buy that, you're not part of the package because it runs by itself. And really, that's really freedom focused. That's the stuff that we will be focusing on as we talk more about. And soon in one of the upcoming episodes for the podcast, we'll talk about what is a freedom focused business. When you get to that highest level of freedom in a, as a business owner, freedom to exit, this is when you reach true happiness. This is when you actually have true freedom. So, um, I have a quiz for you or another assessment, or actually I call it a survey for you. It's called the four levels of freedom survey. So if you go back to my website, darrenwashickcom slash freedom, or go to the, the menu bar at the bottom, or you go into the show notes for today's show, there'll be a button there for taking the four levels of freedom survey. Would love to know where are you in the hierarchy? And I know that as I was going through this, probably you were thinking to yourself, yeah, that's me but I'd like to know where that is. If you go in and you take the survey, I have another free gift for you. Okay. And that free gift is also to tell you where are other small business owners? Cause I've been doing this particular survey as well as the other freedom question one. I've been doing these for, for quite some time. I've asked a whole lot of business owners and I want to tell you where they are. So those results might surprise you, but then again, maybe they won't surprise you what those results are. Okay. So Um, I wanna thank everybody for uh, taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to the podcast today. I look forward to having you in- my next podcast in two weeks, I'll be releasing that. And if you get on my email list, you'll get announcements for the podcast. And I wanna make sure that you get those announcements with a link so you can jump in and you can listen to that. Please take the surveys and get the free gifts that are available so you can understand where other small businesses are on these two questions of personal freedom and professional freedom. And I look forward to having you again on my podcast and enjoying that in two weeks. Until next time, stay focused on your freedom.